It is officially lightning hockey. We are back in preseason, ladies and gentlemen. I'm pretty excited. I'm sorry that it's starting in about a half an hour. We're not going to get to watch most of it, but looks like we played our first game uh, against the Hurricanes on Tuesday. We lost, but it's all right. We got uh, the Predators tonight, and uh, we're just excited. Hockey's back. We've had a hell of a long weekend out there in listener land. Y'all know we went to Nashville, and... uh, we well, locked, I believe they call it Nash Vegas. Nash Vegas, that's for damn sure. Looks like we lost one person in the mix. Uh, so it's just down to the two of us tonight, me and Mike, me and Dad. We're here in the... Uh, He's having a liver transplant. Yeah, we're here in the tiger cage. Ryan is MIA. And, of course, if you've already been listening, you know Ryan has just touched down in Las Vegas, Nevada today. So... Hopefully he's out there listening, but more hopefully he's not out there losing his ass. That's for damn sure. Guys, we've got a fun size show for you tonight. There's only one way to get to it. And as I like to say, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah, so welcome everybody. It's They Call Us the Breeze. That's Bravo Romeo Echo Sierra live every Thursday night from the Tiger Cage. I got to do that because Ryan normally does that for us. He does a good job. Yeah, he does. Check us out. Facebook.com slash They Call Us the Breeze. That's Bravo Romeo Echo Sierra. Watch the show live on YouTube every Thursday night, Eastern Standard Time at 6.30 p.m. But then, of course, you can check the edited YouTube broadcast and check out the podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts every Monday at midnight. So definitely make sure you tell your friends. For every one of you out there that's listening, there's a thousand of you that aren't listening. So me and dad here in the Tiger Cage, we're just trying to kind of recoup a little bit. We kind of got our asses handed to us this past weekend. Uh, Like we said, we flew into Nashville on Thursday and we got back on Sunday. Today is Thursday and we're still feeling it. Uh, You can hear... Vegas. That's right. You can hear in our voices a little bit, but uh, the show must go on. We got to tell you about our fun adventures. We got a little bit of a show up for you tonight. Of course, we're going to do a little bit of birthdays, but it's going to be more of a practice round. That is behind Ryan by five points. So we're going to try to give him a little practice, get him back in the saddle a little bit, do those celebrity birthdays. Uh, And then, of course, we're going to talk about our trip to Nashville and then a few other things on the docket. And um, like I said, it's a fun size show. It might not be as long as the normal show, but we can't leave you hanging out there in listener land. You guys are so devoted. Our numbers are going up. Thank you guys so much for listening to us every week. You've been telling your friends. That's the one thing we asked, and we're going to keep going for you. Yep, the show doesn't stop here. So hopefully uh, Ryan's out there having a good time. He might call in. He might not. Who gives a shit, honestly? <laughs> uh, I can tell you right now, man, after the weekend we had, I know I'm about four years older than him, and I know I'm, I'm several years younger than you, and I know I kind of ran laps around you doggies over the weekend, but that didn't mean I didn't feel it when I got home, <clears> I'll tell you that. <throat> we were all kind of feeling a, a little teeny bit under the weather. We all got a little bit sick i guess you want to say i mean it was what how what, no, what? it was 50 degrees 47 degrees in the morning at times and yeah. uh, by 11 11 o'clock 11 30 it was beautiful yeah you're Clear talking 70 skies, 75 max sun out and 75 degrees pair of jeans and a t-shirt and it was just beautiful absolutely absolutely no florida humidity <laughs> yeah we got back i mean like you always say all you out there, listener land that live in Florida, you know how it is. You get off that plane, you walk outside for your ride, and it just hits you like a fucking fist, right? Right in the mouth. Humidity, hot as shit already. You watch everybody getting off the plane and walking out. Everyone starts taking off their sweatshirts and everything, and everyone's just <laughs> dying. And we actually, we were talking to a guy while we were waiting on mom. He's like, yep, we're not in Nashville anymore, baby. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
That's you know, we, sure. we caught a couple colds or whatnot. I know we all started to lose our voice on Saturday. We were at mm. a, a college bar called the Dog House, D-A-W-G. Highly recommend it, guys. It's a uh, it's wonderful place. Wonderful place. Demon Bruin, I believe it's on. Uh, just about 15, 20 minutes up from downtown Nashville. That was kind of our home base. It was just a couple blocks behind the hotel, so it was easy to cut through and get to. Not really our style of a bar because it was, like I said, a college bar. There was a lot of college kids hanging out, watching the, the college football games and stuff like that, which, you know, we'll watch some college ball, but we're definitely not more on the let's go listen to live music side. But it was a nice place to start, and it was a nice place to end every night. And then, hell, by Saturday, we weren't even going downtown anymore. We just said, fuck we're it. We're going just to doghouse. We're going to doghouse. We had a running tab all day. Took a break, went and got some Hattie B's uh, Nashville hot chicken, but then went right back and kept drinking that tab. What do you What do you think, Dad? The tab for the day? Uh, two forty. Two forty. Very good guess. It was actually two hundred and eighty one dollars. Oh, sorry, a little premature there. But yeah, so what they yeah we were paying. I think it was it wasn't terrible. It was five bucks for a tall boy of PBR, which is pretty much what we drank the entire time, knowing us. And then I had a few shots of Jack here and there, or if it wasn't one shot, I was ordering doubles on a little bit of ice to make it last a little bit, and just sipping both double fist. And those were ten bucks a shot, so not terrible from the three to set three dollars for a PBR and seven bucks for a, a shot of Jack I experienced here at home. So got to give Nashville out for always kind of being one of those reasonable spots to party. It ain't like Vegas or New York; you're not paying eight bucks or ten bucks for a damn PBR or nine dollars at a baseball game or whatever yeah, exactly so we had a good time man but you know we get back mom picks us up from the airport we're all pretty silent I can barely speak this is Sunday uh, we get back to the house Ryan we're all going through the same suitcase that we shared Ryan left half his damn clothes in the suitcase <laughs> I brought him to him yesterday yeah dad's like uh you feeling all right Ryan Ryan I brought his clothes down to him and he, uh, he left half his damn clothes in the suitcase, and he said he wasn't feeling very well. And I go, yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. I don't feel like COVID or anything. But, you know, with the weather and with us shouting and everything, we definitely lost our voices. And, and uh, come, come Tuesday, I mean, so, yeah, so Ryan gets home Sunday. He left just before I did. Uh, come to find out, he threw up as soon as he got home. He said, he's like, I just booted the, the entire weekend's worth. I, I went to town on that toilet. I luckily was was lucky enough to not boot and rally, but I got I, I drove out of here. I had Benny in his carrier. I had all my all my luggage, all my fun things. Benny's in his character uh, carrier, and normally I put Benny in his little harness, and there's a little strap you can latch him into the carrier. I had I was shaky. I had no energy. I couldn't even get the damn harness on him. I just said, fuck it. I'll throw him in the carrier. This little bastard the entire way home. And I was nervous about driving by myself. I'm like, I'm, I'm flipped around. My equilibrium's all off. I don't even know if I should be driving right now. I'm not drunk, but I'm like just, just depleted. So I'm like, I can get home, you know, two eyes open, not one eye open, but this motherfucker in the passenger seat the entire time, there's a little way for him to get out of that carrier. And he is just trying to get out of it. So I have one hand on him the entire way home i've got sweaty palm knuckles white knuckles on my steering wheel my feet are sweating in my flip-flops i mean it was just horrible then i get home and i just kind of laid on the couch for the rest of the day had taken monday off as well so i knew i was i had a day off to recover here here oh geez yeah geez man you know i i partied my ass off and i i felt for it so tuesday i was supposed to go back to work feeling weird raspy voice my voice was way worse than it is right now having a little bit of con uh 
congestion in my chest and in my nose and everything like that. And I knew damn well I couldn't go back to work without maybe a COVID test or something like that. So I went to the walk-in clinic. I did the responsible thing. Dude says, you've either got bronchitis or you have an upper respiratory infection. I'm going to give you some antibiotics. I'm going to send you home. My manager said, don't worry about it. Don't come in today. Wednesday comes. Definitely should still be at work. Still wasn't feeling 100%. Somebody was looking to pick up a shift and gave them my shift. So I literally still have not been, <laughs> been back to work yet. And thank goodness for it. I'm, I'm hurting, you know, I'm 35. I definitely ran circles around those dudes, but shit, I, I paid for it in the end. So you, you, yourself, you said you got a little bit of a nose thing. Uh, a little bit of nose cold. Yeah. Just started kind of yesterday or whatever, but yeah, it was, it was chilly there. I mean, it was nice. It was a night. I, I, I wished it was like at here It 70, Five in the afternoon, beautiful. But in the mornings, when we'd get up and have our coffee or mm-hmm. whatever, at yeah, we'd stay out there for an hour or two, or whatever, yeah. sit out there or whatever, talk to whoever. It'd be like um, 50, 50 something degrees. Yeah, you definitely had to have a flannel shirt on or a sweatshirt or something, in or the a cup of hot coffee you're holding on and, to, and and yeah, and you're drinking your hot cup of coffee or whatever. But yeah, it was cool, and it was nice though. It was like fall weather, man. No humidity at all. It was beautiful. Yeah, I didn't think I had any sort of sickness because I've had plenty of plenty of days where I might be off a day or two in a row and I go out to the bar. And yeah, I might smoke maybe two packs of cigarettes. You remember those days. You smoke <clears throat> like an extra pack when you're out drinking all day. Well, that was me. That'll make your voice That was raspy. me every three days in a row, man. I mean, I had yeah. that little backpack on with the microphone and all the stuff in case we had any content. But in that same backpack, I just had backup packs of cigarettes. So I, I wasn't rationing my cigarettes i wasn't worried about it i was just anytime i needed one man i was smoking you know and you're sitting around with your boys yeah Yeah, exactly so that that went out a few minutes later yeah that definitely fucked up my chest that fucked up my throat and uh yeah i just a different side of me came out it was long overdue i just needed to let loose man i needed to have a good time and you know mom was watching benny so he was good and they were playing together she sent me a picture of benny He's a kitten out there in radio listener land. You know, he's about two months old at this point. Well, we have that back screen door to get out to the backyard. (laughs) And, you know, cats by nature, they love to be in high places. Well, about the highest he can get in my house is on the back of the couch. Not a bad rep. He's still still up there. He's having a good time. Mom sends me a picture while we're in Nashville. This motherfucker climbed all the way up the screen door and was just perched on the wood frame of that screen door because it was, you know, open. And uh, she said she was looking for him for 20 minutes, couldn't find him, and there he is sitting on top of that thing. Because he doesn't know how – you can't get down from that. That's why cats get stuck in trees. They know how to go up. But once once it goes down, they feel that gravity start to hit as soon as they lower their back leg, and they're like, nope, fuck this. So, And she also said she rescued him from the, the jacuzzi-style tub that you guys have in the in the bedroom. He, he apparently jumped into that and couldn't figure his way out of that. So he had a well good time with mom, that's for sure. Grandma spoiled the hell out of him. Got a couple new toys, and yeah, he's a good boy. So yeah, man, that that was pretty much like the wrath of our vacation. You know, I like to party, but god damn, oh man, I, I took it out of myself this weekend. I gave it my all, and I think I I think I earned a four point five star rating out of my partying this weekend. That's for sure. And there was a lot of folks in Nashville, and uh, we got plenty of stories about that coming up. It's going to be great. But you know what, Mike? Tomorrow, October first, spooky season, man. I don't know about you. What's your what's your take on horror movies? I, I I don't really watch them. Yeah, what was you and mom's first date ever though? 
Amityville Horror. That's right. Amityville Horror. When, when, would, when would that have been? 19... That would have been 1978. 1978. I'm thinking. All right. Yeah. So yeah. That... I don't. Yeah. It's kind of creepy when you see a bunch of flies on the window. <laughs> yeah. I went into the bar last night. They started stringing up their lights. Actually, funny enough, we're in the bar <laughs> last night and there's the, the row of lights all the way around the bar. Then in the wayward goose, they call it now. It used to be called blue goose got a, about eight different you know lights uh that they crank up when it's time to say last call and man they go from maybe 40 percent. she hits that slider and they go up to 100 percent. and that's every bar that you go to they flip those lights on they go last call get the fuck out of here drink them up you gotta leave well this girl she's I, when i walk in she's literally standing on the bar walking down the bar and she's replacing all the lights with those kind of purple pinkish uh, spooky lights, bulbs, you know, so she's taking out all the original bulbs and putting in these blue, purplish for spooky times, you know. And then the bar back goes, dude, what are we going to do when last call happens? They're not going to get much brighter than that. And they were dim. I mean, those things are not bright at all. It turns it into like a haunted house. She's like, ah, fuck, I didn't think about that. So here she goes back up on the bar again, takes them all out. all back out. She's like, well, we got to figure out where to put them. So he went around like the perimeter of the walls and put them in and everything. But it's spooky season. I mean, I love Christmas. I love me some uh, some New Year's Eve. I love me some some Thanksgiving, but it's the spooky season for me, man. So what I do, I watch nothing but horror movies the entire month. That's all that's allowed in my household. It's been that way for five, six years. You watch nothing but horror movies, and then if you don't want to watch a movie, if you want to watch TV, you have to resort to some of my resources. Like I have every episode of Tales from the Crypt. Remember that from back in the day with Little Crypt Keeper from HBO, some adult horror uh, so I'll watch episodes and episodes of that. Hell, I'll even watch Goosebumps for the kids. I mean, that's on Netflix. Go check that out, you know, if you haven't yet and you were an old fan of the Goosebumps series. Uh, I just try to keep it real with uh, Spoopy. We call I'm it Spoopy. A, I'm, more of a, I'm more of a comedy guy, you know, than I am. Well, I like, I like a lot of Westerns and um, movies like that or historical things that are true or whatever, but... I know Adam. Adam has every three and four. Oh yeah. If he had Child's Play one, set. if he had Child's Play one, he had Child's Play two. He had Child's Play three. He had Child's they Play four. They made four versions. He had them all. Oh. And, and I'm like, eh, I'm not into that too much. Well, I mean, that's kind of where I got into it was Adam, and then Charlie mm-hmm. Smith. He definitely when we used to go down to that basement, in Joel's basement. Some of the first times I saw all the classics, the Jason movies, the Freddy movies, the whatever, it was always down in that basement with Charlie. Charlie was obsessed, man. We would watch all the good stuff. I learned pretty much everything I know about horror movies from Charlie and Adam. But Adam, I remember speaking of the Child's Play collection, he was he had all the VHSs. Remember, his entire closet was full of, like we said, two if there shelves was, across. If there and then two big deep, closets, and then two deep, there'd be ones behind them that he couldn't even You're read. Talking about the inside of a closet that was like eight feet across, yeah, or s- six anyway. Well, I remember yeah, he was feet. collecting the Child's Play series, and it's hard to go to VHS and find everything you need. He would go to Suncoast Video in the mall all the time, and he'd buy two tapes a week. Especially when he started making money, didn't have anything to pay for, he'd just go and buy two tapes every week. He had the hell of a time trying to find Child's Play 3, I believe it was, where he goes into the military academy. And I remember, I'll never forget this, we were on a road trip to Ohio, and you know, they used to have the little truck stops, and there's the little corner that has cassette tapes, you know, of different things in case you're on a road trip, which you are if you're stopping at that podunk. Well, they had a VHS section, and Adam's in the VHS section wandering around, and me and Ryan are just getting snacks and taking a piss and doing whatever we're doing. And he goes, Mom! Mom, I found it. It's Child's Play 3. 
It's the one I'm missing from my collection. I couldn't find it anywhere. Suncoast never has it. In this damn truck stop in Georgia, North Georgia, of course, Adam finds <laughs> the, the missing piece to his, his collection, and there it was, you know, so... I always, I'll always think of that whenever I think of the Child's Play franchise. Um, yeah, so I'm just ready to watch nothing but scary stuff uh, out there in listener land. A new series. I, I know I like to recommend to you every once in a while something on Netflix. Check it out. It'll fit in well with your spoopy season. It's called Midnight Mass. Mom is in there watching it right now. Got her turned on to it. Seven hour-long episodes on Netflix. Very good show. Deals a little bit with religion, but it's a very sketchy priest, and you don't know what the hell's going on. And uh, kind of turns into some some really awesome shit from there. So go check that show out, Midnight Mass. Highly recommended from, they call us the Breeze, or at least they call me the Bree. And uh, yeah, got, you guys got to check that one out for sure. Like I said, guys, we got plenty more show up for you tonight. Uh, it's not going to be a full-length show, but we still have a lot of good stuff to talk about. It's They Call Us the Breeze. That's Bravo, Romeo, Echo, Sierra. Like I said, sorry about our slightly raspy voices, but we're going to get into it. We're going to have some some good fun anyway, and uh, we'll check you guys right after the break. Dad, what do you say? See you. Yeah, we'll see you guys. Bye. Welcome back, everybody, to They Call Us The Breeze. That's Bravo, Romeo, Echo, Sierra, live every Thursday night from the Tiger Cage. We're chilling here, just doing a little uh, a little fun-sized show tonight. Ryan is uh, in Las, uh, Las Vegas as we speak, so me and Dad are holding down the Tiger Cage. And, uh, you know, the show must go on. We can talk a little bit about our trip to Nashville and why we're kind of dragging ass tonight on this show. You can probably hear it in our voices a little bit. and. We're going a little slow and low, just like some Nashville barbecue, baby. Just slow and just low. Just like Jack's. Jack's barbecue down on the main strip of Broadway. They're not paying for this ad, but... Uh, Go check them out. Yep. You're we'll in a honky-tonk. We'll see if we can get them on here. Yep. You're in one honky-tonk, and then the next honky-tonk, and then the next honky-tonk, and then there you are. Grab yourself a nice snack, and then another honky-tonk, and another honky-tonk, and Jesus Christ, man. They really do it to you, and it's not too expensive. We rec- highly recommend it for all you bachelorettes out there. Make sure you plan your next bachelorette party in Nashville. Oh, Tennessee. I'm sure they all will. <laughs> <laughs> How many did we count? Probably about 20 different parties, I'd man. say 50. Oh, God. Uh, Every, everywhere you went. Everywhere you went. Well, guys, it is They Call Us the Breeze, and it is segment two, and that can if only you got be... A, if you got an old school bus and you cut, start, oh, start five oh, we'll... feet from the back and just cut right back from behind the driver cut the top off we'll get into that making a platform (laughs) yeah we'll get you got you a business we'll get into that definitely in a little bit when we talk about nash but uh guys first things first it's segment two it's time to do a little birthdays and like i said ryan's not here to compete dad is five i'm gonna sweep dad's got five points behind ryan so tonight we're just gonna do a little practice run uh you know these people still need their shout outs and need their flowers so here it is guys let's do it Spicoli, God love him. All right, guys, the first birthday we have up tonight is the lovely, still attractive, Miss Fran Drescher. Mr. Sheffield, the nanny, Fran Drescher. Show was in the 90s. She's got black hair, definitely a Jersey type, maybe New York, Italian. What uh, what show? Kind of used to dress like, she used to dress kind of like Peg from uh, Married with Children, 
but she had black hair. She used to go, Mr. Sheffield. What was the show? It was called The Nanny, and it was about her going in and, and babysitting and nannying for this rich, rich man. Yeah, 90s, and uh, she was a fox, and she still is a fox, but uh, I got to give it to her. 63. Dad says 63. Ryan, what do you say? Ryan says 58. Ryan says 58. All right. Well, Dad's going to get it. That is, she is 64. Oh, my God. We're having a little malfunction here. She is 64. Good job, Dad. One point off. Fuck you, Ryan. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, next up, we talk about him actually a lot on the show. Uh, we've talked about how he was in the uh, the Elephant Man, how he played Marty McFly before they kicked him out, and then Marty McFly came in for Back to the Future. He even plays the redhead, long hair friend of Mr. Jeff Spicoli. It is Mr. Eric Stoltz. All right, so he was in Fast Times Ridgemont High. He played one of Jeff Spicoli's henchmen, probably around the same age, I could tell you. And uh, nowadays, how, how much? Let's say Spicoli would have been... Uh... Spigoli, Sean Penn would have been probably 28 then, so uh, he would be, I'd say he'd have to be like 72 to 72 years. Well, Sean Penn, he's going to be within two or three years or five years of Sean Penn, so I'm going to say 70. You're going to say 70? Ryan, what do you say? I'm thinking Ryan would guess... uh, He'd probably guess 65. Ryan's going to get it. You played yourself, man. He's actually 60 years old today. Happy birthday to Mr. Eric Stoltz. I was with Sean Penn. Uh, whoops. Yeah, there's a quick picture of you guys. Uh, there's a quick picture of Eric Stoltz out there for you guys <clears throat> in uh, listener land. Uh, the third birthday we have. All right. I'm going to help you out here. Macaulay Culkin's brother, but in Home Alone, he played Fuller, the little kid that Macaulay has to share a bed with. And he's like, I'm not sharing a bed with Fuller. He's going to wet the bed. He always wets the bed. And the kid takes the little fucking sip of Pepsi. And he's got the little nerd glasses on. Uh, it's actually his younger brother. And he was also in Home Alone playing his cousin Fuller. Kieran Culkin. How 48. old is he today? 48 today. So you think Macaulay Culkin's older than 48? Mm-hmm. All right. What does Ryan say? No, 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 no. No. 38. You say 38? Okay. How about Ryan? Uh, Ryan will say... He'd probably say 41. You're going to get it. He is actually 39 today. He is 39. So we're right there, both of us. Four years older than me. I wouldn't have believed that. I would have thought he would have been right around the same age. That that movie's been around a long time. Oh, Home Alone? Yeah, probably 91, 92. But if you go out, uh, one of my favorite performances of his is in Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. Uh, Michael Sarah plays Scott Pilgrim. Kieran Culkin plays his hilarious gay roommate, and it's it's just an amazing movie, and he he pretty much steals the show. So if you've never seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World out there, great movie for those that love to play video games and that those for love comic books, superheroes, things like that. Definitely check that one out. But that is Kieran Culkin, so a very happy birthday to you, my friend. All right, second to last tonight, we have... Dad, you're definitely going to know this one. At least I hope you will. The uh, oldest brother of the Brady Bunch, Greg Brady, Mr. Barry Wilson. Happy birthday to you, guy. He's 68. 68. Ryan, what do you say? He'd probably guess 69 because he'd... I'd say one of the... He he would probably guess 69. 69, dude! 
Nice. Uh, well, you're going to get it, Dad. He is actually um, 67 years old. You guessed 68. Ryan guessed 69. That's pretty so close. There you go. Yeah, you're all. I mean, the Brady Bunch has been around since I was a kid. You're getting close and to your I double bubble. I am no kid. No. <laughs> you're getting close to your double this bubble. This kid's about man. to retire. That's how. And I was watching that in junior high school, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Marsha Brady, man. Oh, Lord. Your mother's watching, so yeah, I, can't, yeah, yeah. I can't say anything about that. No comment on the Marsha Brady. All right. Well, very happy birthday out there to you, Mr. Barry Williams. We love the show. We've always have. Love the reruns on He Nick does a lot of stuff nowadays. Oh, I'm sure. You know, he does. We'll have to check him out. I see. I, I, I hear him on um, radio all the time. Somebody's interviewing him about this or that. It, they're trying to continue to make money, I guess. Yeah. This next one might be a little tough. You got to buy food, right? I, I picked this next one for you because I'm not entirely sure who this guy is. He's a pop singer from way back in the day. I mean, we're talking before Tom the McClain. We're talking before the Beatles. We're talking before the Beatles. Uh, you would probably recognize the name, at least I I think. I don't know. I have no idea, and I can't even tell you what some of his hits were because I looked them up on Wikipedia and I I didn't know them. But Mr. Johnny Mathis. Oh yeah. Okay. Tan yeah. skin guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Mr. Are, you trying, are you racist? I'm not racist. I'm a race and racism. Tan skin, you said. I'm a race and racism. There's a lot of tan skin guys out there at Clearwater Beach. Yeah, I, I get tan every once in a while. So, Mr. Johnny Mathis, what uh, do you say? Mathis, he's got to be like 74 years old. You say 74? What does yeah. Ryan say? He has no clue, so he'll guess within two or three of mine and say 72. All right, well, you're going to get it. He's actually 86, man, still Oof. still kicking around. <clears throat> I had to double-check the Wikipedia make sure there wasn't a death date on there. <laughs> but apparently he's not. He's I, still I going. I remember Jan, Johnny Mathis. Yeah, I figured you would. Absolutely. I had, a, I had one of those. I mean, I could see him in my mind. Yeah, I had black one of those slick feelings. Hair, mm-hmm. Black hair, slick back. Kind of like. Uh, Are you seeing the pictures of the guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like Grandpa used. You know, the, like Elvis's days. Kind of looks like Chief nowadays, just, just tan skin, so. Yeah, happy birthday to you guys. That's birthdays. Really? Good job, Dad. I didn't think it was that big. Sick bird. I hope Mom and Dad ain't watching. Dad'll kill me. (laughs) Well, you did pretty damn good, man. You beat the you beat the imaginary Ryan. You kicked the shit out of him, man. He's just an imagination. Yeah. He doesn't exist. Adam doesn't exist. Yep. I think just you and I exist. Yeah, maybe. Have we been like? Have we been like fight clubbing him the entire time he's been on this podcast? Have I been doing dual Well, voices? it was a cardboard cutout that we made of a um, kid that lived down the street, and we just called him Ryan. And then that string thing that you got, that you do that Jeff Dunham thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. this has been like a big M. Night Shyamalan It's twist. really just two of us. It's like the Phil Hendry show. That's the big M. Night Shyamalan, however you say that, movie ending twist. Ryan was never here the entire mm. time. My entire life, actually, I've just been He's just making a puppet. Up. Yeah, I've had this imaginary best friend. Teresa and I only have one child, and it's that one there. And then we come up with all these things, you know. And <laughs> and we we made we we even thought about not even doing this podcast, and we we're like doing a Phil Hendry show where we just have all these callers, and we just and and working for a um, commercial radio station. That's right. Once we got popular, that was our dream. Come up with their characters, and that might happen. He's just another character. He's just another character. Am I wrong? No, you're no, not wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> He's definitely a character. We have Ryan Dickman running the board. <laughs> That's right, guys. It's, they call us the Breeze. That's Bravo, Romeo, Echo, Sierra. You know, it's been a long time leading up to it. We've been talking about it nonstop. Got to get it out. Got to purge it. Our trip to Nashville, man. We had some good times, uh, some funny stories. Uh, like I said, we flew in Thursday. The weekend starts off Thursday, PIE, Clearwater St. Pete Airport. We get there, what do you say, about 1 o'clock. We go to Mazzaro Cafe, 
We each order a, a beer. You guys had some Budweiser's. I think I was a little hungover from the show the night before, so I wanted something a little more palpable. So I grabbed a Heineken. And we're just, you know, hanging out. Chance to take off your mask for a fucking second. Sit down like gentlemen. Have a beer. We're, we're f- 10, 15 feet away from the boarding gate. Uh, and we start to see all these little cuties come walking in with these pink t-shirts on. And I go, yep, told you, Dad. There's your first bachelorette party right there. I said, I guarantee you they're going to Nashville. He goes, well, what makes you think they're going to Nashville? I said, dude, they're all wearing the same color t-shirts. They're all turning around and the shirts say, let's get nasty. And then uh, come to find out, they say Taylor's Bachelorette Party 2021 in very fine print. Now, how do I know that? We're going to tell you right now. So we see all these ladies and a couple of them. Ryan's like, that one's cute. That one's cute. And I'm like, that one's cute. And that one's cute. And dad didn't want anything to do with it. He wasn't looking at any of them. He was just looking at a picture of mom that he had in his wallet. And uh, we were all just hanging out. And I was like, I guarantee you they are going to be on our flight. I swear to you. And they had to have been the ones that cheered when they go, ladies and gentlemen, we have just touched down in Nashville, Tennessee. Nash Vegas. Nash Vegas. And then you hear eight to ten girls all all cheering in the front of the plane. And I said, I bet that's our mark, buddy. I bet that's our mark. Those are those same girls. Told you they were going to Nashville. So, you know, we're having a good time. It's the first day, and we'll get around to them. We're hanging out. We discover immediately there's a bar that's about, I'd say, two blocks away from the hotel perpendicular, not on the way downtown, which is about a 15, 20 minute walk called the dog house. Like we mentioned bit of a college bar, but we started there, started drinking already. The first thing we do when we walk in, there's a different bachelorette party sitting there. They're, they're kind of settling up. So we didn't have re- really any time to, you know, chit chat with them, but it's so funny. Cause Ryan, he's a good looking dude. I consider myself a good looking dude. And then, you know, you, you're, you're obviously the dad of the group, which is just a whole nother fun element of the group. So they, each one of those girls, when they're walking out, that's how it, that's how it happens in Nashville. Doesn't matter if you're single, doesn't matter if you're in a relationship. If you're a group of guys passing a group of girls, everybody does a quick scan of each other. All the girls look at you. They do a scan. They see the ugly mustache and they, they don't want anything to do with me. Then they look at Ryan. Who's the, 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 the 2.0 version of me, the four-year younger version, and they all make eyes on their way out the bar. And we were hanging out, having a good time. We're sitting on the sidewalk, <laughs> and there are so many people walking around with Georgia Bulldog shirts on. Big game uh, on Saturday. So we're this is Thursday. Big game on Saturday. Everybody's in town for the Georgia-Vanderbilt game. What was the final on that one, Mike? I have no idea. But 62 you, to 0. But you know it was a lot to nothing. 62 to zero, the Georgia Bulldogs won that game. Well, we were watching all sorts of people walking up and down. We were sitting on this little patio area, had corn. Well, cornhole wasn't set up till the next day. So we were just bullshitting with each other, hanging out, kind of plotting what we were going to do. And we saw the most interesting thing walking down the sidewalk, not even in season yet, not even in preseason yet, just brand new to the, to the NHL, new franchise, the Seattle Kraken. We see some guy walking down with a Seattle Kraken t-shirt on. And I had to scratch my head for a minute. I'm like, bro, they ain't even played game one yet. And you've already got your damn t-shirt on and everything. <laughs> so what do we say to them? What, what you yell oh, out? They, they stole you. Well, when you get, when they expand, every, every team's got to allow five players that you, they can yep. choose from. And, you and they pre- take Ani Gordon, you yeah. know, the Yanni Gord. Our, one of our, and, one, uh, of our good- one of our best uh, our ruffian he's our little he's our little goon you so know the guy's I mean? walking down to he's on the other side of the fence i mean they're <clears throat> so you gotta <clears throat> here's how the bar's set up so it's like they got the outdoor patio like uh, jeremy's explaining and two big wide doors and you could be in the bar or you could be out 
on a little patio where they have a bunch of uh, four or five rod iron tables with four chairs around each and table. And ashtrays in every single uh, one. Yep, and then and then a um, wrought iron little railing fence between that, waist that high. patio. Yeah, waist high, you know, normal height. And then a sidewalk that goes up and down the street. And they're walking up the street from wherever. And it, they're probably younger than me but older than these guys and it was two guys and, and their wives and he's got that cracking brand new cracking shirt jeremy's like i can't believe he's got that shirt on they haven't played a game yet he's already hey, got buddy, his, what's your problem yeah he's already got his equipment he must be from seattle <laughs> yeah as as he's walking up closer and, and he comes right about in front of us i yell you're very welcome for Yanni Gord. <laughs> and the guy looks over at us and he, he smiles, smiles and yep. he goes, thank you. And I took my, I was wearing it all weekend long. I wouldn't take it off my Tampa Bay lighting hat. So I took off my lighting hat. Of course, I wear it backwards. Took it off, switched it around real quick, showed him the logo. And he just kind of smiled at me and dad and gave us the nod, you know. Yep, we, we took your guy. <laughs> we had to give him a little bit of a, a rib, a rib for that one, man. Yeah, that was that was funny. That was, that was a good way to kick it off. We were already laughing with that one. And then, uh, of course... Uh, the night goes on. It's our first night. We're having a great time, um, bouncing in and out of bars. We go to the the trail. The first bar we went into the trailer park, Paradise oh, Park, Paradise Park. Trailer See, I Village. keep calling it trailer park. Well, but that Paradise yeah, park. Was the pa- trailer bar, Paradise Park, trailer bar, <clears throat> and it was one of my favorite bars back when I lived in Nashville. Me and Ryan actually got a, a photo strip done in that same photo booth there. Well, apparently they had turned it into some sort of sports club where there was axe throwing and there was all sorts of TVs and it was like a two, three level sports club and it just didn't go over very well. Uh, but we saw like the remnants of it when we went upstairs, there was all those different games and those nettings. There was like pop a shot and stuff like that. But well, it was, I thought that was on the bottom floor way in the back. Maybe it was, I don't remember. Way in I don't the remember back, much back. of it. But anyway, so we go in there and it's still pretty cool. Uh, there's still a band setting up and we were getting there. We were walking down to main Nashville Main Broadway, right when all the bands. Were I was telling up. somebody about the work uh, at work about that. Um, they weren't even know, going yet. Yeah, when when that band was just getting set up and 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 they were going to play and they play they started to play um, Wagon Wheel, and this is well after we had met Stevie or whatever. Yeah, Stevie and was and the so bartender. You guys she were was down awesome. there, you know. And, and shout uh, out to Stevie at Paradise Park. And she got, and and you were down there, and I was like, oh. You know, they were playing. Uh, they started playing Wagon Wheel, and, and I turned and I, around. And I was like, 20 yeah, yard, 10, put my 10 yards up from me. Jared yeah. Ryan, he's like, flip me off. And she's like, because we had already been talking to her for yeah. an hour at least. So dad was, and, dad uh, was he, back with her, goes, yeah. And I knew he must have said, Jeremy hates the song. Look at him. He's going to turn around. Yeah, and I yeah. turn around 10 yards away, close to the band, and I look, and he's smiling, and Stevie's laughing. And I just gave him the big old bird, and I was like, she you goes, why do you do that? And I, get, and I had to explain the whole thing. I said, <laughs> when he moved here about seven years ago, uh, him and uh, Dinganica or whatever, and yeah. and we went and, and we were just staying up, you know, we were, I was there about four or five days helping him get settled in and everything like that and unloading stuff, go get washer and dryers and, you know, and uh, furniture and stuff. And so me and him would be staying up kind of late, you know, and, and having a few beers or whatever. And he was like, Hey, you ever seen this? And he showed me this old video of all these kids traveling on a California train. on a train down through Texas. Mm-hmm. And he goes, old crow medicine show. He goes, you got to watch this. And they played that wagon wheel. Well, when Darius Rucker came out with it, I was he pissed. Hated it. I was pissed. And I go, he does. Hootie and like. the blowfish. Fuck yeah, you, yeah, Darius yeah. Rucker. So I go, I go, Oh, he hates this song yeah. now because Darius Rucker recorded uh-huh. it. And I was pointing well, up toward the band. 
And it, that, this is a big bar, yeah. long, big, long bar, real wide. And um, she goes, why do you do that? And I go, it's a long he hates story. Darius it's Rucker. a long story. <laughs> I mean, Old Crow, Bob Dylan originally wrote most of the song, and then he personally handed it off to Old Crow. Nice bluegrass band. They finished it. They came up with a second verse. He gave it to them as a gift and said, You guys do something with it. And they didn't, they were a smaller band, akin to maybe like the Avet Brothers or something like that. Not hugely popular, but pretty popular in the genre as far as like younger kids. Uh, mostly like punk and emo kids started listening to bands like that. Uh, so that's kind of how we all kind of shifted to bluegrass. So I was, you know, that was wearing that kind of like a badge of honor. Old Crow's an awesome band. And when Darius Rucker just released his little version and it blew up and fucking sold millions of copies. I was just that, that had, that left a bad taste in my mouth. So anyway, we're hanging out there and underneath the bar, the bar is lacquered. The bar is lacquered and, and the whole bar top underneath the lacquer is all these Polaroids and photos of El Camino, El Caminos and guys and mullets and all this shit. Just, just as any trailer park would be. They're just celebrating that trailer park lifestyle. They had to bring a petition to get it changed back from that sports club back into Paradise Park Village. So I'm looking around and she's like, yeah, we're just finally getting everything set back up. Everybody wanted the Paradise Park back. And I go, where the fuck is the, what did I do? As soon as we walked in there, I walked to the back and I go, where's the PBR tailgate? I remember they had sawed off the back. And she of hadn't a, been there that long. She so had, she, she was only been there six months. So I go, they had a sawed off tailgate from a pickup truck that they spray painted with all these cool PBR logos and then bolted it to the wall. So you and your boy, if you guys were having some beers and all the bar stools were full, you just pop that damn trailer or that, that tailgate down and just sit on the tailgate and have a couple beers. And I always thought that was the coolest fucking thing. And that was, of course, gone. And a, a lot of the aesthetics were a little turned around. They had bought the bar next to them, so they expanded it. She said, everybody goes into that bar now. They don't even go into the original bar very much anymore. Of course, we sat there and now underneath the bar they had like aluminum siding underneath the bar where your knees would touch essentially if you were sitting at the bar but there was a giant banner that wrapped all the way around it and y'all know out there in listener land i love me some bush and bush. at the bottom and you've seen me wear this shirt it says s-c-h-h-h-h-h-h well god bless it the entire bar was wrapped with banners that just had bush and I explained it to her so, why you were yeah. taking a picture. So down I sat there. down on the dirty ass ground with my T-shirt on. Thankfully, I had that shirt on and got a photo. And I'll, we'll throw that up on the Facebook page so you guys don't miss out on that. That's facebook.com slash they call us the breeze. That's Bravo Romeo Echo Sierra. You'll probably see some different photos and things throughout the week as I get a little less hungover. I'll be posting them and possibly some videos of that cornhole match. And we have a little video of dad popping a wheelie on electric scooter. So make sure you tune into that page, guys. But yeah, so that was nice. That was a nice way to start. A little disappointing. Then we go up to this rooftop, which is two stories above that place. And it is clubbing. Now it's nighttime. It's a club. Beautiful view, though. You Not can a lot see. of people up there, and yeah. it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it was great. Beautiful view. You can but, see the uh, whole strip from up there. You're on the top a of a ton third, of people, third but the story. music was way different. Oh, it was a lot of hip hop and like booty shaking music. Oh, yeah. There were some hot girls doing their booty shaking thing. Dad was like, I don't want any part of that. So he was just talking to the security guard the entire time. And me and Ryan were kind of laughing at that. Uh, but you know, that was a, that was a good time, a little out of dad's comfort zone, but we were, you know, kind of looking around and just trying to experience something different and seeing what the rooftop was like nowadays, a little, like I said, a little different than we, uh, than we knew it was, but so it's time to go home. And, and I, uh, my good sense of direction kind of got us a little lost on the way back to the hotel. Ryan, we're not even that wasted. I'm across the street. No, not really. Ryan and dad are following me across the crosswalk. There's no other people inside. It's probably maybe midnight, 1 a.m. at this point. For no reason, Ryan just busted ass 
on the crosswalk. Wouldn't have been so bad, except there's a cop parked right on f- on on the the right hand side, and it's a four way stop. Lights, no cars, absolutely no cars, <laughs> except for that one cop. Right, and Jeremy just walks right on across. You yep. know, like the Beatles thing. Yep, except we're about twelve feet apart from each other. Ryan steps off, and I'm not even talking a curb. They have those. It, it, it goes out flat. You know, it's not bites the damn once he gets out onto the blacktop half in the middle of the uh other lane you know the not the lane that the cops in and he's just like just eat bites shit. the ground eat shit and then pops right back up and what i was did like you trip on man i was like damn how'd he fall yeah he wakes up the next day and the next day and the next day and he's got this bruise that's from that's from that slide the railing rail. oh okay so he also busted ass trying to do a butt slide a tony hawk tony hawk style down this railing Busted his ass, fell off that, had a huge black and blue raspberry, strawberry, whatever you want to call it, on his side. So, yeah, he, he got beat up. And that was that was pretty much like all-encompassing of night one. Uh, plenty more shit uh, happened. Uh, we ended up running into the Nashty girls from the airport. We're going to tell you right about that right after the break, guys. Got a little bit more of our Nashville adventures coming up. And then, like I said, we do have a little bit more show for you as well. Uh, but we're going to take a quick commercial break, give our voices just a tiny bit of a rest, and we'll be right back with you out there in listener land. It's They Call Us the Breeze. That's Bravo, Romeo, Echo, Sierra. Uh, we'll be right back. Dad, what do you say? See you soon. Yep, we'll be back. Be, be right back. That's right, Right guys. after this commercial message from our sponsor. From our sponsors. Guys, we'll see you in just a minute. Bye. Welcome back, everybody. It's They Call Us the Breeze. That's Bravo, Romeo, Echo, Sierra, live from the Tiger Cage. Talking a little bit about our Nashville trip. We still got plenty more to talk about. To wrap things up for Thursday evening, pretty much uh, towards the end of the night before we started walking back to the hotel, before, you know, Ryan tripped and fell and everything like that. We finally meet the Nashty girls, the girls with the t-shirts from the airport. When we were downtown. Like I said, we would meet them. Dad's inside of a bar. We were all three coming out of a bar, but dad got a little hung up talking to a nice young man who was in the Navy. Started talking about the Navy, about Adam. He recognized your hat, right? He recognized the hat that Adam gave me when I was up in Virginia Beach. Uh, and I'm, uh, it, it, it's, a, uh, it's a defense contractor, I guess, that does uh, sh- uh, work on um, naval ships or whatever so he probably saw the back of it saw well he probably saw the front and saw the back we work on ships and he's like hey you work in the navy and he was a young guy he was probably adam's age and uh i was like nope nope my my son's up in virginia beach and i explained it all to him he goes yeah i recognize that and uh, and we talked uh probably 20 minutes and the whole time the boys are out front yes yeah, so that's and- when they ran into the girls from the- that's it so me and ryan we we thought dad was right in tow but he was and he was still back in the bar we we bust out onto the main strip onto the sidewalk and all of a sudden we see all eight of the nasty girls walk past <laughs> us and we're we're but the boys were buzzing at this point and uh so i go nasty girls nasty girls and they all turn around and they you know who the fuck are these assholes and we go, hey, you know, no disrespect, but we were all at the airport in Mazzaro having a beer before St. we all Pete. took off in St. Pete Clearwater. And we saw all y'all walking around and we saw your shirts. 
And I was telling my dad, I bet they're going to Nashville before we even read your shirts. And, you know, we were chit-chatting for a minute. And who's getting married? Oh, congratulations. And and uh, the mom was there. Mom was talking to us. Mom was kind of the chaperone for the group. Bunch of bunch of pretty girls. And, and we were just having, having a good time and chit-chatting with them for a minute. And I, I'm just like, you know, I'm still wearing my shirt, which is one of my favorite T-shirts nowadays. I probably wear it once a week. Dan... Benson always makes fun of me. He's like, oh, we're in the, we're in the shirt again, are we? So, you know, we, we see these girls and, and I'm like, I just think y'all shirts are ass, uh, super awesome. It says, let's get nasty. And I said, we actually were calling ourselves the nasty boys earlier on our Facebook page. We said, we're the nasty boys, blah, blah, blah. We stole it from you. Yeah. I said, I just love that shirt. And this girl out of nowhere, she right on the, right on the sidewalk there. We are interrupting traffic. Me and Ryan and these eight girls are standing in the middle of a sidewalk. Think about Las Vegas or New York. People are trying to pass us. So literally people are just walking around us like, will you guys get the fuck out of the middle of the way? If you're going to sit here and talk, I'm like, I love your shirt. She's good. You want to trade? And I go, yeah, sure. This girl just rips off her shirt right there on the sidewalk. (laughs) She's got her bra on. She's got a bra on. Nice big set of honkers, you know what I'm saying? But she's she she rips her shirt off. I I'm like, all right. I hand Ryan my hat. I rip my shirt off. She puts my shirt on. I put her shirt on, which is obviously a woman's shirt, so it's got a low scoop V on it, and I've got all the hamburger meat, all the Tom Selleck hair hanging out 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 of the V neck. And it was <laughs> it was already pretty chilly at that point of the night, and my shirt was a little thicker of cotton. These things were you could have held them up to a light bulb and seen right through the shirt. They were pretty thin. I was kind of feeling feeling the weather at that point. And uh, so she's got my shirt on. I got her shirt. And we're all just laughing about it. And she's like, have it. I want you to have it. We ain't going to wear it past tonight. This is our first night. You know, blah, 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 blah. And I go, all right, cool. So I'm a nasty girl now, baby. I just thought that, that shit was hilarious. And she goes, you know what? If this is your favorite shirt, I can't take your favorite shirt. So she takes my shirt back off. This girl just wanted to be naked, I think. I think this girl just wanted... I know some girls that when they get a little bit of tequila in them, they just, they get allergic to the, to cotton. That's kind of the thing. They just get a little allergic to the shirts they're wearing and they just, they can't help but take the shirts off. So I think that was this girl's main issue, but she takes that shirt off and she hands it back to me and I go, well, you want yours? And she goes, no, I'm good. Thank goodness for the bride. The bride was now wearing a little bit of a, a button down cardigan, a little sweater. Bride takes off the sweater, wraps it around her friend. And then uh, we say, Hey, we'll, we'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow night. We're going to be here. I don't know if we ran into them or not because they weren't wearing the nasty girl shirts, but I scored a souvenir, man. So check out facebook.com slash they call us the breeze. You can get a, a good look at that shirt right on the hotel bed at the best Western Inn music row. Yeah, that was my big trophy for the night. I thought that was just cool as shit. Man. And I do remember you telling uh, telling me that um, what about the mom? You know, the mom was like she was like a little heavy set, you know, and with the blonde hair. And I go, I saw her at the bar with some of the girls. And, and she goes, oh, and Jeremy's like, oh, yeah, she was all into Ryan. She was talking to Ryan the whole time. <laughs> Again, Ryan's just one of those attractive dudes. All the girls kind of gravitate towards him, you know. Thank God he was single, so uh, he'd just be like, I'm sorry. Or he, thank God he's got a girlfriend, so he was like, sorry, ladies, I'm taken. So all the attention was deferred onto me. And they're just like, all right, he's got sideburns and a mustache, but this is our only chance, you know. And the no. mom and the mom of the whole group was just talking to Ryan is yeah. what I hear. Yeah. Because when I, yeah. I I didn't see any of this going yeah. on, he just I walked. was still talking to that guy about the Navy and Adam and everything. <clears throat> and then when we got done talking, I walked out there. I'm wearing I'm the like, shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing the shirt, and you're like, I'm "Where wearing, the fuck? How? Where? Where in the hell did you get that shirt?" <laughs> yeah. 
tonight. Yeah, it was that was fun. Yeah, definitely. So that was pretty much a recap on the Thursday night. Friday night started a little bit interesting. Or Friday started a little bit interesting. I had had my coffee. Dad and I had a nice continental breakfast. A little biscuits and gravy, a little sausage, uh, a little bit of a uh, uh, hash browns and whatnot. Had some coffee. Ryan finally wakes up. Uh, the two of them decided to go. At the crack go, of uh, noon? No, it's it's cute. Yeah, well, it's cute. So 7 a.m., Ryan and I are sleeping in one bed. Dad's in the other bed. 7 a.m., I kind of like squint my eyes open, and I'm like, oh, man, last night was fun, but it's time to get started. I look over in the room. I look over, and Dad is laying on his bed, and he just starts waving at me with a big fucking <laughs> smile on his face. Like, the motherfucker had obviously been just kind of sitting there for an hour, wide awake, <laughs> trying not to wake us up, probably just thinking about the day before and the day we're about to have and very patiently waiting on one of us to move or squabble or I'm, I'm, I'm thinking um, i'm thinking okay so if we're gonna put any of that shit on the podcast or whatever videos or whatever okay so here's how day one went yeah we did this we did this or no not not, not day one i mean so we get into nashville on thursday Okay, so we did this and we did this, yep. and Ryan fell in the street, yep. and Ryan and Jeremy got a uh, t-shirt, a, a t-shirt off of one of the uh, nasty girls bachelorette party from right. St. Pete Clearwater. That best uh, of luck w- to you out there, Taylor, and, and, if you're listening. And then this happened, and then that happened, and then on day two, and then on day two, so Ryan and Dad, I'm still like kind of real. No, I'm just saying. All that shit was on like day one. It yeah. was like, so on day two. Yeah, I'm getting, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not like that wouldn't be enough No, that for wasn't three the days. whole trip, exactly. That, that was just the start. So I stay up in the hotel room. I'm trying to get this microphone. I brought a microphone with us. Didn't end up working out, but thank God the, the iPhones have good microphones these days. Uh, couldn't get the microphone. So I'm up in the room. I'm doing producer shit. Dad and Ryan decided to go down to the Shell station, grab us an 18. That way we have something for the, the Which fridge. Which is probably in Memphis, it seemed like. Yeah, yeah. So they walked down wherever the hell that was get us an 18 pack so we can throw in the fridge in the hotel room just so we can have some wake up beers or some pit pit stop beers or whatever and uh apparently from what i understand uh i'm waiting on them i'm downstairs smoking cigarettes i i've realized the microphone has defeated me and it's not going to work and all of a sudden i see two by two by two and i'm saying there's probably one minute in between each pair but they're all walking from the hotel next to ours down towards the dog bar in pairs of twos and they're all wearing trucker hats and bunch of hot girls and i'm like all right so they're all wearing me and ryan were getting the beer yep so while you guys were getting the beer they're all wearing these black and white trucker hats all these girls matching hats yep and i said that's another bachelorette party yeah definitely another bachelorette party so i'm immediately like all right i gotta keep an eye out for these trucker hats were they over there by the comfort inn or the radio station they were they were to the right if you're looking at the front of the hotel they were coming down the sidewalk to the right crossing division street going over to demon brewing and then i'm sure went to broadway and walked down but I'm like, hey, this is trophy number two now that I got to go for. I got to run into one of these girls and try to get, get, one, of these, get one of these trucker hats. I'm going to have a whole damn outfit by to, the time to this work, weekend. To, to wear my nasty girl That's hat. Right. I'm going to get a pair of uh, booty shorts, some cut-off jeans. Oh, I'm going to get a pair of boots. You'd have been walking away from us. <laughs> I'm going I'm to be there, looking like out. a full-blown bachelor. You're going to look like the guy from Reno 911. That's right. Just new boot goofing. I'm just new boot goofing. Yeah, so that was kind of my plan. But apparently... They saw a car accident while they were on their way to get beer. Ryan might have almost gotten hit by a car. They had a whole fuck of an adventure, didn't you? Yeah, we was we were uh, well, and it was long. It was a long walk. <clears throat> Ryan goes, "There's a Shell station right just down at the end of the street here. Uh, at the end of the street, 
that was at the end of that block and that block and that block and then down <laughs> that block and then down that block and then down that block. Jesus. And, uh, yeah, there was an accident. Somebody ran their car right into the pole. But as we were walking down there, it was like we walked past BMI Recording Studios. You know, oh, yeah. Big building right next to our hotel. It's got to be BMI Records. Yeah, probably 40, 50 mm. stories, yep. It was three times the size of our hotel. Yeah. And just on the other side of the street to the left of our hotel parking lot. I was like, that's BMI Records. That's uh, that's who Cal... Uh, Simon Cow worked for in um, Britain. Yep. Before he came over here. Correct. Shirley. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, hey, and then right across the street. He might have the worked street, there, but don't call me Shirley. Yeah, I know. And right across the street was a, uh-huh. a, a little recording studio down in there, um, Country International Records. And then so right studios, to the right of us was man. a radio station just across the street next yep. to the... Uh, they, they had the station that they, had the they, Titans they, game. They, yeah, they are the um, voice of the Titans, voice of the obviously, Titans. because there were like eight radio stations. Yeah, probably on listed Saturday. on that marquee, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was... So it was we were on Music Row. Jeremy booked this hotel right on Music Row. And as we were going to get the beer there, you had... It probably took us 20 minutes to walk or 20 minutes to walk back. Yeah, I was like, where the fuck are these Big guys? Big-ass music row, and they have, the, you know, a bunch of stuff, and Virgin Records, I guess it was, and 30-story story building. I guess they have a Virgin Hotel, but that didn't look like a hotel to me, but I think it was Virgin Records in, in Nashville. Yeah, but. I remember being like, okay, boys, the bar opens at 11. I think this was 10 when you guys started walking with the beer. I was like... Well, yeah, go get the beer just so we have it. But the bar opens about 11, so we should probably get over to the bar and get started. Dog bar, of Which course. 11 Dog our house. time is 10 their time, so yeah. we have to. Yeah. Oh, I that's. Was, that's I, I didn't change my watch. I just. Ladies knew. and gentlemen, out there in listener land, that was, the, that was my favorite part about the entire trip. Anytime we reference the time, dad's cute ass. He keeps going, well, you know, it's 7 o'clock uh, our time, but it's uh, 6 o'clock there. I'm like, dad, we're here. You can just say six o'clock, man. You don't have to. But this motherfucker was being clever. He was trying to beat the jet lag by staying on his own time the entire trip. And I got to admire you for that, man. You got a sleep schedule and all that. But it was just that shit cracked me up. I was making fun of you about that all weekend. So, you know, they, they get back with the beer and we're like, well, hey, it's it's kind of time to get get our asses to doghouse. They're probably missing us already. Already. They, they probably wonder if we're dead. That's our that's our home base. That's our safety spot. So we walk over there and uh, another bachelorette party with another mom. The mom's ordering them food. Everybody's getting ready. Oh, the five of them or something? Yeah, they were sitting over in that left table. Well, Friday, because Friday and Saturday are a little bit more party days than Thursday, they had. I don't mean to hate, but they were on the hefty side, that group. Oh, you you know, baby. So so they had cornhole boards out. Yes, they did. Yeah. And what were the, what, was it, uh, no, Alabama. That was the bar. It was an Alabama bar. It was bar. an Alabama bar. Yeah, Roll Tide. So they had two boards set up well that still there's nobody in this bar yet because it's just fucking open except for these six bachelorettes and then maybe three or four guys that are kind of getting ready for whatever the hell they're doing but me and dad and ryan once again are hanging out with those rod iron tables and everything out front and here's here's the uh alabama uh uh cornhole game and dad and ryan say you know what let's go ahead and go at it and they played a little bit i got a little bit of video i'm gonna try to mash that together and put together kind of a a sports center clip Show. I beat his ass just for the record. Uh, you didn't beat his ass. He was up about 15 points for a minute there. And then no, you had it was a run. five, 20 five to po- 15. Okay. So you had he was run. about ready to put me in the, put me down. He was close. 
Yeah, I mean, 20 to 5, you only go to 21. Right. And I beat him. That's right. So so dad won cornhole, and then our our, <clears throat> our lovely cousin, Carm. That was a great out. comeback. Yep. So we get done with the cornhole game. We're hanging out. Carmen, uh, our cousin from Ohio, she goes to University of Tennessee. Well, she uh, graduated from University She lives in Cookville. Okay, so she lived about, about an hour away. So she came down to hang out with us for the day. Uh, so we, we, we started hanging out with her, having a good time. We decided we're going to finally walk down and get some Jack's Barbecue. Again, mentioning Jack's Barbecue right on Broadway. You start, you got Legends, you got Second Fiddle, you got Tootsies, you got all that stuff. And then right smack in the middle of the strip, Legends Barbecue. Still some of the some of the best barbecue. You would think a place like that right there on the strip would be like a tourist trap, not that great barbecue. You know what I mean? You would think it's just kind of garbage barbecue because people from all over the country visiting. Oh, well, we got national barbecue. This is the best we've ever had. You know, it was awesome. And, and we didn't even go there right off the bat. You, Carmen and Ryan rented those little scooters and was uh, pissing around. Oh, yeah. And then we walked down there and we ended up going down the alleyway um, between Ryman and um, That's Tootsies. Yeah. We went through Tootsies and then we just... Didn't even stay there, and then we went to the Legends, and then we went back out on that deck. Yeah, and, and it, it all comes. Yeah, it we all, spent an hour there, probably. Oh, absolutely. That's where we ran into those guys from yeah. uh, Chicago. Oh yeah, and uh, they were talking and a that lot. Street right there had a bunch of buses going up and down it yeah. with all those bachelorette parties. Let's talk about the buses for a minute because uh, this was something that I've never experienced uh, when I lived there seven years ago. I mean, the place has just grown so much in seven years. It has literally become a bachelor, bachelorette destination. Now, everywhere you fucking look, like dad was saying earlier, they, they'll take a school bus. They'll take an army tank. They'll do whatever. They'll saw off the whole top. So you're kind of just partying on a flatbed and you're blasting music, whatever music. <clears throat> so it's almost like a parade. That's not constantly. an army tank. It's a uh, armor, uh, army personnel Jeep, mover thing. Like, where, yeah. like if you remember watching MASH. They, and they had the had canvas. The, uh, canvas over it. Yeah. That's all removed, and yep. they're all just standing in the back of and it. And it says like, and it's a bar. I mean, they make a bar out of it, and they're all standing. And up they there. had, woo, uh, woo. they had the original pedal bars where everyone has to pedal. They did, but they had these where all your your job isn't to pedal. You just literally crank the music, drink and you beer, drink and beer, yell at, and everybody wave at everybody, sitting on the side. It was like a goddamn parade all the time. It was like, it was like New Orleans. What about Austin? the one time they got down and they stopped right in front of us, and the the little heavy set girl, God bless her heart, she gets off the bus, they pull in into the middle of the road were you there for that or was right oh yeah there? when the cowboy hat yeah. that was in front of the doghouse yeah so they she had get, a run way back <laughs> up the hill and they're like where where are they going and all the girls are stopped right in the middle of the street and that was one of those army no that was a that was an army one of those it was trucks. one of the party and this this heavyset girl god bless her soul she jumps like jumps action movie style off this fucking bus runs I would say probably 20, 30 yards and then lifts up this white cowboy hat. Apparently one of their cowboy hats blew (laughs) off and and everyone at all the bars were cheering. Everybody, woo! And she's hustling her ass back to the thing. They're blocking traffic. They're blocking the left-hand lane the whole time. They're blocking the left-hand lane the whole time. I mean, nothing but Nashville, baby. Oh, it's Nash Vegas. It is not Nashville. It's Nash Vegas. So dad won the the cornhole game and, and all was right in the world, but... You know, then we, we just had a great time. It was it was so much fun. Uh, that's only day two still. And then at the end of the night, I remember. So dad left us about seven with Carm. They walked back to the hotel. Carm left back for Cookville. Dad probably went to bed. Me and Ryan. Me and Ryan walked around the busiest fucking, I mean, 
almost as busy as Las Vegas. Friday night, they had velvet ropes out, lines to get into certain bars. Uh, it became a little too thick for, for, for some of us, so we, we headed back to Doghouse to have one more nightcap, and then we were going to try to meet Dad at the bar. But me and Ryan are walking around, and we're fucking hammer drunk at this point. And I don't know what popped into my head or Ryan's head, but it's totally notable because I wrote it down in my notes. I was keeping notes the entire time about everything we would talk about. Randy Warhol? I don't know how that came up, but me and Ryan are sitting here walking back to the hotel, and I was like, yeah, Andy Warhol's brother, Randy Warhol. <laughs> we, we were fucking... Is that true? I heard no, you... No, but no. We, we you just, just made it up? We just made it. I don't know how it came about. And, you know, when you're drunk... Because I didn't know. I mean, when, you guys talk about so much shit, and I have no what's... It was almost like... What's it was almost like not. it should have been a movie quote, because me and him, we were just at that point where we were kind of wasted, and we were laughing at anything. You know, you get that point where your best friend, you were out, and you're just walking, and you're just laughing your dicks off for no reason and i'm just going yeah andy warhol's brother randy warhol and we were pissing ourselves laughing again just the magic of getting drunk with your best friends and you know that's they call us the breeze it's always a good time uh and then of course the very last thing on the next you night, should uh, put your reservations in now um ahead of time because we're really booked all the way to uh yeah if march of next if you year want us that, to come if to you want to hang your, out yeah. with us if you want us coming to any of your events make sure you email us at they call us the breeze at gmail.com and we'll come and party and we'll turn it up uh we'll rip the lid off the joint but yeah so uh one of the last things, as like I said, Saturday, we hung out all day just at the doghouse, ran up a $281 tab. It was phenomenal. And one of the funniest things that happened before we called it quits, before dad went back to the hotel room and then Ryan and I just got lost walking around the city by ourselves. We ran into this young fella. He comes up to me. We're out smoking. I'm out smoking. Dad's, uh, dad's uh, in the bar, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this guy comes out to me. He's like, nice mustache. The kid had a mustache as well. So we, you know, a sailor recognizes a sailor. Oh, that one guy. Oh yeah. yeah so when you guys, no, here we go. So yeah. So this guy's got a mustache, real nice guy, probably younger than me, probably, probably about Ryan's age, maybe even 28. I'm not sure. And I go, you got a badass mustache, dude. And I said that I was fishing for my own compliment because my mustache was better. Uh, and then we start, we get to talking and then we walk in and, uh, you had walked to the bathroom and I don't know how, but you stopped. And there was a group of There them. was a group of guys, and you stopped and talked to these dudes. And for, for some reason. And me and Ryan were talking to the mustache kid. Uh, his I name, know. He was a firefighter. His name was Preston Murphy. I got his phone number. I texted him. I told him to listen to the show because I told him we'd give him a shout-out. Shout-out to you, Preston Murphy, wherever the hell you're from. I don't remember. Had a mustache. So we're talking to him, me and Ryan, and we go, hey. I think he, it, well, I we think go, he we, grabbed me. No, we go, this is what we say. We go, our dad's over there. Can you do us a favor? And he goes, that's all my boys. All my boys are over there. Your dad's talking to my boys right now. So coincidentally, he was talking to us and you were talking to his group. And I go, hey, Ryan and I are like, hey, go over to him. His name is Michael Stephen Brechak. Tell him your name is Michael Stephen. <laughs> he did. And introduce did yourself as Mike. And he'll say, my name's Mike. And then he'll be like, my name's, no, he goes, my name's Michael Stephen. And the dude, dad's. Oh, that's the same. <laughs> dad's fa And we go and tell him that he listens to they call us the breeze i listen to you on your podcast and so me and ryan I are, was pugged. me and ryan are watching dad and dad's back is to us and the guy is like hugging dad and he's got his fucking thumbs up and he's looking at us oh and he's yeah going, i got him he's like totally. i'm going to, he's like i've got him dude i've got him and uh you <laughs> that know, was funny he came back over and talked to us for a while but dad i see dad you know and then they admitted it and i was like <laughs> yeah. you guys are fucking shit me yeah he's like my name's michael steven too and they, they just kept going and oh it was oh fucking, he was pucking me yeah it was hilarious i didn't know it was all set nice up. guy uh, oh yeah preston excellent. murphy if you're out 
out there listening, man. Thank you so much for that fun joke. That was a good time. That was uh, fun. I yeah. was totally caught off guard. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And like I said, guys, it was something we all well, needed. Well, and, and, and they all admitted it right at the very end. Right. And I was like, you're shitting kidding me. Yeah. He goes, no, no. They they, they set they, me up to I was, it. You know, and I was like, okay, cool. That's cool. That's cool. Because you're all laughing. Yeah. Everybody's having a good time. Every, no fighting. Gets, no, 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 no bullshit. Nobody gets mad. Nobody. I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And then he was thought it was, and he stuck, he, he hung out and talked to us yeah. for like 20 minutes. Absolutely. I got his phone number. I sent him the link to the show. And, he just uh, thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And he just like, these guys are fucking with their dad. I'm going to help. I'm going to help <laughs> <Yeah>. him out. <laughs> we didn't have to buy him a beer. More your age we didn't have to buy him a beer or nothing. He just thought it was going to be funny, you know, and God yeah, bless that him. Was hilarious. God bless Nashville, uh, Tennessee. That's, that's the Bible belt, man. You can find some good ass people up there. Even if they're in town from whatever, everyone, <laughs> no matter where you come from, you're all there. Everyone's there to have a good time. So like I said, book your next fucking bachelorette party, book your next bachelor party. You just need, book your net. Just go visit Nashville, right. Nash Vegas. It's, yeah. it's awesome. It's, if it's you like country time. music, or like and having a good time, just go to Nash Vegas. And uh, of course, also check out Hattie B's Hot Chicken. There's two locations by our hotel. And Jack's and Barbecue as well. Right. Guys, that, that, that was our Nashville trip. I hope you guys enjoyed all our fun stories. We got one segment left for you when we come back. Got a few things to tie up the night. Um, I hope you guys are out there enjoying yourselves as much as Dad and I are. Fuck you, Ryan. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll be right back, guys. What do you say, Dad? See you shortly. All come right. back and listen to us. <laughs> Y'all come back now, you hear? Yep. Guys, welcome back. It's They Call Us The Breeze. That's Bravo, Romeo, Echo, Sierra, live every Thursday night from the Tiger Cage. Check us out, facebook.com slash they call us the breeze. And like I always say, for every one of you out there that's listening, there's a thousand of you aren't. So tell your friends, guys. They can listen to us every Monday on the podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Midnight is when the show drops. And of course, midnight, you can check out the edited version that goes along uh, in compendium with the, uh, the, the podcast on YouTube. Uh, YouTube just search they call us the breeze uh, Bravo Romeo Echo Sierra thank you so much for listening guys there's been a lot of you out there listening and we, we couldn't be more proud to have you we appreciate it absolutely we appreciate it and tell all your friends about it we're gonna us. keep growing that's why Maybe we did, like us that's why we did the show tonight we gotta keep keep this uh, keep this train a rolling you know uh, ain't nothing to it but to do it so uh, on our last final segment tonight uh, we're just gonna talk talk about whatever you know we're we gotta just, keep this wagon wheel rolling down the street well you know it's funny it's uh i got kind of nervous on the way in here tonight i said this is a, a two-man show we've never done a two-man show before now you remember back in the day when me and ryan and adam we'd play the balloon game right you blow up a balloon without helium and you got to keep the balloon off the ground everybody jumps on couches they dive over couches they do everything can, they can to keep the balloon is that off how the you ground. guys destroy their furniture <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess that is but Shit. that's a lot like doing a podcast you got to keep the balloon in the air it's mm-hmm. a hell of a lot easier with three men playing position than two men playing position uh i mean that's just it there a funny right over there funny story uh i feel like it's me being brian moser and you being little jj and silent bob uh without the help of kevin smith uh, or kevin smith rather and little jay you know that's how they met each other jay and silent bob uh you might not know this story but uh kevin smith talks about how 
he first started hanging out uh, working in the quick stop and Brian Moser was his best friend and they were talking about wanting to do the movie clerks and everything and, and, and they were just good friends and he didn't even know Jay from Jay and Silent Bob yet a little guy named Jason Muse said the kid was way younger than him uh, but he was a friend through his best friend Brian Moser so he didn't really know Jay but Brian Moser kind of introduced Jay like you got to check out this fucking little kid dude he is crazy we had <laughs> they had so they had this rec center he'll always tell this story we had a rec center kind of like the Shoregers rec center but they had video game uh, consoles in the you know the stand up arcade games and he goes, the first time I ever met Jay, and this is Kevin Smith speaking, first time I ever met Jay, Brian's like, you got to meet my little friend. He's about four years younger than us. But, hey, meet my little friend. Yeah, he's about four years younger than us, but he's fucking hilarious. So the, Jay shows up at the uh, rec center, and Brian and Kevin are hanging out, and Jay literally just starts going down the row of all the arcade machines. And you remember the arcades used to have that handle to go up, down, left, and right? Like Pac-Man or yeah. whatever. Jay just started sucking off. All the little handles on all the arcades, just pretending like he was giving blowjobs to all the little handles on all the arcade machines, just to be funny, just to try to get a, a rise putting out of his mouth on him. Putting his mouth, like literally putting his mouth on him, trying to get a rise. Well, we don't out. do that today. Yeah, in COVID. With the, yeah, with COVID. But he was trying to get a rise out of the older kids. And then the funny part of the story is, he said he came up to one of those golf games, the bowling games that just has a roller ball, and we were like, "What the fuck is he going to do now?" And he just fucking went down and started licking on the rollerball. And they said, so the point of the story, point of the story where you're missing your tripod because three is the magic number. It takes three legs to make a, uh, a table stand and a tripod. And it makes three wheels to make a bicycle called a tricycle. Three O's, the magic number. Remember Schoolhouse Rock? So mm. the point is, Jason, one day Brian goes into the city. I'm 61 years old. And Kevin Smith is hanging out by himself. And Jason Muse comes up to Kevin Smith's house. And he's like, hey, you want to hang out? And he goes, no, we're not friends. You're Brian's friend. I just know you through Brian. We're not friends. We don't hang out. And Jay goes, cool. So what do you want to do? <laughs> and that, that's how their, their relation, that's how Jay and Silent Bob got their start. But yeah, so we're out here just holding the fort down without Ryan. Mm. I hope you're having a great time, bud. Uh, yeah. Hope I wanna, you're up a lot of money or uh, not down too much. He probably hasn't lost his ass yet. It's it's night one. Um, but, you know, uh, last night I finally went out uh, for the first time since Saturday when we went out at the doghouse. I didn't drink Sunday. I didn't drink Monday. I didn't drink Tuesday. I was I was behind the eight ball for a little while. Last night I went out with uh, Benson and a couple of the girls, Haley Bear, Sid. Sid was also there. And uh, we play a little game of darts, and I never win because here's the way. Those oh, you do win. You beat me and Ryan's on ass Father's what? Day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, and in pool. Yeah, but I won last night. I was so like, how is this possible? So here's my beef with the, obviously, I don't like plastic boards. I always prefer steel tip, and Benson loves to make fun of me. I only like steel tip. I only like steel tip. Hey, yeah. that's, that's, that's the original. That's right. So these electronic boards, if you go to play cricket, which every time we used to play cricket, it's all about closing them out. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. The boards make we'll you play. We play for points. They play for points. So yeah. that's the thing. So basically for those out in listener land that don't understand this, uh, you close out your 19. Say there's four of you playing. Everybody has their 19s closed out, but one person still hasn't closed out their 19s. Everybody's fucking shooting 19s. Everybody wants to, to shoot 19s to get points, points even if they have them closed out. You want 
points and a closeout. So I had my shit closed out for like five rounds. Benson was still trying to get his bullseye. So I'm just trying to rack up points because Benson's points are way <laughs> higher than mine. And I'm like, I'm going to rack up as many points as I can. And then everything's closed out except for the bullseye. Benson's still trying to get the bullseye. So I'm trying to shoot for fucking bullseyes and I'm hitting them. And my points are, I was like 200 points under Benson. Now, what did you have open still? I was close. All three of us were closed. Benson was the last oh, one. Oh, so you were closed and you were... Benson was but leading. But you were down in points. But Benson was leading in points. So even though Benson was the last person... So you person, had to catch up So we points. had to catch up a point. So Before you could beat Finally, him. man. I finally... I've never beat Benson at darts because of the fucking point system. I was getting closer and closer and kept hitting these fucking bullseyes. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Is this going to happen? I said, you better get that bullseye this round because I'm coming for your ass. And I won the game. My first my first game against Benson with electric darts. Let's go. Good so job. Pretty, good job. Pretty proud about that. It's it's easier That's to just. That's why I like you. Well, and the thing is, you know, when, you, when you're playing on a bristle board, and we always play on a bristle board throughout our lifetime and in our our. Uh, Back room in Shore Acres, you know, oh, yeah. bristle board, That's how steel I learned. darts. That's how I learned how to play Feather darts. flights or whatever. You know, it's like um, it makes the games go faster if you have – don't play points. We just play straight closeout cricket. Well, yeah, when you got a chalkboard. If you got like two other guys that want to play next, you just – you try to get it done as fast as possible and then de- and bring sometimes the other two those guys. games last a fucking hour well if you're playing with points yeah and you can you can close a, a regular cricket game out in 20 30 minutes maybe yeah le- yeah 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 and if you got if you got six or eight people there that want to play hey find a partner you know yep. it's like double up straight out close it out no points just whoever gets Whoever closes the game oh God, out could first. you imagine doing the points? Because these guys want to play too, man. Imagine doing the points with a fucking chalk and somebody well, having that's to how do the you, math. That's how you have to do it. Yeah. You know? So thank God for the electronic machines. And then uh, five beers in, who's going to keep track of what the score is? Especially nope, if you're nobody. playing like 301 or whatever, you know. Cricket, you don't have to worry about that. Well, cricket, you do if you're doing points, but... Just, yeah, <clears throat> we we never play that. We play straight out, you know, close or out. like three hundred or something like that. You know, three hundred one, six hundred one, five hundred one. Yeah, exactly. Well, guys, a uh, little bit of show left for you. Thanks for sticking with us tonight. Um, What's the Pokemon up there on the um, billboard? For we're not going to do Pokemon, but just a <laughs> Pokemon. But just a. I was about to talk about how the Pokemon Oreo released Pokemon edition cookies, and they have imprints on the actual just like all the pokemon nerds are about catching different pokemons and certain pokemons are super rare and certain blah 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 oreo put out a pokemon edition uh within the past month and as of a week ago they were letting reports out that the one rare cookie that they have is this specific pokemon named mew and it's very very rare and people are selling them on ebay an oreo cookie with the mew face on it they're getting between fifty to a hundred thousand dollars for a fucking Oreo cookie because it's the hardest one to get out of the pack. And that's stupid. I'm telling you right now. I mean, this is just eBay was talking about what they were going for. Well, what you, you ask and what you get is two different. Now, things. here's the thing. eBay also reported that uh, there's been about twelve or fifteen items sold of those same Mew cookies, the Mew Pokemon, and they have gotten. The highest ones are reported at getting fifteen to twenty thousand dollars for a cookie for a single Oreo cookie that's probably broken by the time you ship it to whoever and the fuck stale, it's going to. You don't to. want to eat it. Exactly. Obviously, you're not going to eat it because yeah, yeah, you're going to shit it yeah, out. Yeah. So what's the last one? Is that like a hating on uh, Danny DeVito and right. Kevin Hart? 
Uh, very funny you bring that up, Dad. Dad's already ahead of me. Like we said, out in listener land, we have a little schedule on the wall. And the last thing on the on the list tonight, it's called short people. And if you know about short or, people. Or the people in the Wizard of Oz, I mean. No, those are little people. We're just talking about short people. And there's four things we know about short people. Their legs are shorter well, than ours. short people got no reason to live. They've very, got little hands. They've got little eyes. And they walk around telling great big lies. Hold on. I got it for you, bud. This is our segment. It's called Short People Got No Reason to Live. We're going to talk about some celebrities. All right. So I did a little bit of research. Uh, the short people out this there This was the world. a great hit. It probably wouldn't fly today, but... Randy, Randy Newman. <laughs> Randy Newman. So, yeah. So without taking too much from Randy Newman, I was just curious. I was looking online the other day, and I was like, Danny how DeVito, short... Kevin Hart. How short... Are, you already mentioned the first two on my list. So, it all starts with Danny DeVito. He's our lowest common denominator, okay? How tall do you think Danny DeVito is? Five foot four. Five feet. Even. Danny DeVito is five foot Kevin tall. Kevin Hart's five four. Nope. So, we're going to go up the list. So, Danny starts at five foot tall. Prince is five foot two. Oh, really? He's was, that short? Was five foot two. Along with Kevin Hart. He is also five foot two. So, Danny's your benchmark at five feet. Go up two inches. You have Prince at five foot two inches. You have Kevin Hart. At I five think anybody under five foot. six as a male is short. I'm five nine. We're about five nine, five ten. Eleven. You go up a scale. No, you're five eleven. Go up a scale to five point four, five foot four inches. Mr. Seth Green. He played Doctor Evil's son. He does the voice for Chris. Remember the redhead kid that plays Doctor Evil's son in the Austin Power movies. He also does the voice of Chris on Family Guy. Mr. Uh, Seth Green, he is five foot four oh, inches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that writes all that. The, the, no, that's uh, Seth MacFarlane. Oh, Seth okay. Green has red hair. He's in the Austin Powers movies. He's five foot four inches. The next guy on my list, five foot five inches. Well renowned piano player. The piano man. Maybe it's, uh, oh, the piano. Oh, Billy Joel. Billy no. Joe is no, five really? foot five inches, man. He's got no reason to live. He's got stubby little, like little nomad hands. Oh, no, he's got a lot of reason like, to live. Little nomad hands. Little, you know, smell like cabbage. Li- so how like, tall is uh, Randy Newman? Uh, I'm not sure about that because he wasn't on the list. Next one up, uh, also five foot five inches, Daniel Radcliffe. He plays Harry Potter. Now, this is in his grown-up state. Yeah, and he I is wouldn't five know foot five inches. I don't know him. These guys are short. Jack Black, five foot six. That guy's... A little tuna can. That's what I, tuna can out there well, in Listerland. land. Wait, wait. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Five, you know, six? He looks bigger, but... Because he, he's hefty. You know what I mean? Well, no, but I mean, I've seen him in a lot of movies. I thought he would be normal. I, in, in normal height wait, for a no, guy... What do you say, normal? Well, normal height for a guy is anywhere around five foot nine, ten, eleven. Six foot. Yeah. Somewhere between six foot and five nine is the normal height for a guy. I would say average, yeah. Jack Black surprisingly is five foot six. You know who else is five foot six? John Stewart. Who's how how tall is Spud Webb? I don't know who the look it up. How tall is Spud Webb? He was a uh, guard, a point guard for the Atlanta Falcons or Atlanta Falcons. I'm not sure. Atlanta I'm Hawks. Able, I'm not sure I'd be able. And to find he won a fucking in the nineties. He won a slam dunk contest, and he's the shortest guy in baseball. Well, or, good. Basketball, basketball Good at for the him. time. All right. Spud well, Webb. The last one I have on my list before we go tonight. Action movie star akin to Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger, Italian Stallion, at coming in at five foot seven inches, 
Really? Stallone? Stallone is he looks five way bigger. foot seven inches. He looks like he's about 6'2", doesn't he? Tom Cruise isn't even on my list. I'm sure he's somewhere in the 5'5 five, five range. I thought Stallone was 6 foot or 6'1". 5'7", for the, the Italian Stallion. Can you believe it? Adrian! Adrian! Adrian, I need you to reach this pot above the refrigerator for me. He's got a little... Can you imagine Sly Stallone just getting up on a little step stool to do shit in the kitchen? That blows my With mind. With that curly lip and everything. It's like, <laughs> well, you're going to make fun... Hey, you're going to make fun of my height? That's I'll right. pound your face. I just thought that was interesting as hell. I didn't realize how I many celebrities that. Were, were that short. Yeah, I had to share that with everybody out in radio listener land. Well, we're going to head out of here, folks. Yeah, we're going to go watch that preseason hockey game. Um, I, I We're playing against Smashville Predators tonight. And I loved wearing my... my Las Vegas Predators. I loved wearing my Tampa Bay hat. All I, I kept joking with Dad. I said, I'm going to keep fucking wearing it because uh, I need these motherfuckers out here in Smashville to know who's in town. It's they call us the breeze, Tampa Bay Lightning, baby. So we're going to catch game two of the preseason. There's seven games total. And then our first, our first game is going to be October 12th. So, of course, guys, sorry about it. It's hockey season. We're going to be back talking about the Lightning. Um, but, you know, you guys enjoy it. <clears throat> we'll, we'll put our light on from now on. Uh, Dad, thanks for the show tonight, man. We really did it with Yeah, we had Ryan. a good time. We yeah. had a good time. Yeah. We don't need that little whippersnapper. I told him he was replaceable, and apparently hey. he's not even... He, we don't even have to replace him. We can still We're do We're going to let one of those lizards in and put him on a stool. Oh, yeah. You know, Louie or whatever their name is. Louie. Louie. Hey. Hey, Louie. Hey, Louie. All right, guys. Where's well, Ron? <laughs> Who the fuck cares? He's probably losing his ass on the phone. I know, yeah. right? He oh, ain't shit. never coming I forgot, back. I forgot to give him 100 bucks to put the lightning on the to put on the lightning for the cup. Oh, man. All right, maybe he'll spot me until he gets back. Guys, thank you so much. As they call us the Breeze, that's Bravo, Romeo, Echo, Sierra. We'll be back next week with more show and with more Ryan, so don't go anywhere, guys. Um, I'll see you all next week. Mike, what do you say? See you. Yeah, we'll see you guys. Bye. Good night. <laughs>